Have you ever seen that famous piece of art? It's two pictures in one drawing. It's like an optical illusion, where sometimes you see a young woman looking off to the side, and then another time you might look at it, it's an older woman with a scarf on her head. I'm sure you've seen it. It's actually called My Wife and Mother-in-Law. I never knew the name of it. Sometimes I literally can't see the other woman. I mean, I'm so fixated on the photo that I can't switch. I can't switch to see the other woman. It's so weird. Sometimes I think that's how we get. We have our own set way of thinking. We can't see another view. We seem to make snap judgments and come to our conclusions on a topic so quickly. We can't even think if there's another way to see it. This tendency can really wreak havoc on a bunch of situations. It can lead to misunderstandings, conflicts, missed opportunities, and sometimes hurt feelings. But when we practice asking ourselves this question, what else could be true? It's like flipping a switch, shedding light on a new way of seeing a situation, a new way of thinking, one you've never considered before. So let's explore why the idea of asking what else could be true is super important and how it can be a game changer in our everyday lives. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. Picture this. You're at work, and a coworker you're close to seems pretty distant and so quiet during the team meeting. You think, wow, what's wrong with her? Is she mad at me? Your initial assumption might be that they're upset with you or annoyed. And then you start thinking more things. Did I say something? Oh gosh, she's being way too sensitive. And it's just easy to let this assumption snowball into a negative narrative. But instead, what if you paused? What if you paused and asked yourself, what else could be true? This simple question can be a powerful tool for combating the habit of jumping to conclusions. You start to consider different explanations. Maybe your colleague is dealing with a personal issue, or they're preoccupied with a project. Maybe they had a bad morning, or they're upset with their spouse or their kids. By thinking about alternative possibilities, you open the door to having more empathy, more understanding that your coworker is going through something and it might not have anything to do with you. I actually love this and find myself using it more and more, and actually wishing more people would too. (laughs) Asking yourself what else could be true can give us so much. Yes, more empathy and more understanding, but it's a powerful way to reframe a situation and gain new perspectives. Today I have five scenarios where this question, this challenge we give ourselves and our thoughts, can be really effective. Number one, assumptions. I have to go back to this one, even though I just shared an example about this. I want to give more examples here because I believe this is really a big problem and we don't realize we do it a lot of the time. 
Certainly, assumptions are a common part of human thinking, but they can sometimes lead us astray. Here are a few more examples of situations where we might make assumptions that might not be true. And I want you to think about in each situation, how would it be different if you just said, what else could be true? What about in communications, text messages? Oh my gosh, that's a big one. When someone sends a short or ambiguous text message, we might assume they're upset or annoyed, when in reality, they might just really be busy or distracted. Or at work, assuming a coworker's promotion means that they're going to become unapproachable or less friendly. What about with friends or get-togethers? If a friend doesn't show up to your party, you assume that he or she is just being rude or they forgot, when in fact they were sick or they hurt themselves and they were in a lot of pain. Or what about with your kids? If your child is struggling in school or their grades are a little bit lower than usual, you're automatically assuming it's because of the phone or it's because of Snapchat or TikTok, when in fact, they haven't been feeling well and they have no energy and you find out later that they have something wrong. I mean, it could go on and on and on, couldn't it? So how much more empathetic or understanding would we be if we just took the time to ask ourselves about why something was happening? What else could be true? Okay, let's move on to number two. A second area where this is really helpful is with conflicts and arguments. This question can be a perfect antidote to misunderstandings and conflicts. In conflicts, not even trying to think of others' thoughts or why something was frustrating to the other person leads to escalating tensions. If you think about when you're in an argument, sometimes it's just best to step away and give it some time. Let the initial emotion dissipate and then ask yourself the question. When you consciously ask what else could be true about the situation or the other person's perspective, you're taking a step away from the heat of the battle and you're giving yourself the opportunity to see a different picture. And then often, it's easier to see how the other person is feeling or where he or she is coming from. Then you can communicate through the disagreement and try to find common ground. I am not saying that's easy, (laughs) especially in this instance, but it really goes a long way into managing those bumps in the road. Number three, unrealistic expectations. We often set expectations for ourselves or others that are too high or unrealistic. When we inevitably fall short of these expectations, it leads to disappointment and frustration. Asking what else could be true lets us consider whether our expectations are even reasonable or whether there might be an alternative way to view it. This reduces pressure we put on ourselves or on others. Let's take a few common examples here because I think we all can relate to this one. In our careers, unrealistic expectations in the workplace a lot of times revolve around the timeline for promotions. For example, someone might expect to be promoted to a higher level position within a year or two of starting a job. When this expectation isn't met, it leads to a lot of frustration and stress. Maybe you start questioning your value in the company. Then you might start thinking more negative things. By asking what else could be true, you might learn that you had the wrong expectation in the first place. And promotions only happen in your company in years four or five, for example. Then you're able to adjust your expectation, which reduces your stress and gives you a healthier attitude about your job. 
Let's take one more example for this one. With relationships, in your marriage, for example, maybe you have an unrealistic expectation that your spouse should initiate all your date nights. And if he or she doesn't, you begin to feel like they're so distant. And then you start thinking, well, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Is there a problem? When in fact, the what else could be true thing is that they want you to be involved in the date planning as well. It's a simple example, I know, but I think you get my point here. There's usually more that could be the case. Let's move on to number four, interpreting feedback. As we go through life, we're constantly given feedback, both positive and negative. Unfortunately, it's so easy to take criticism to heart and let it shatter our self-esteem. And I know this is hard, but by asking what else could be true about that feedback, we could try to reframe it. We could see it as constructive input that's going to make us better instead of a personal attack. This shift in perspective will help you to grow, learn, and thrive. Number five, challenging negative beliefs. This is a big one. Asking what else could be true can be such a helpful technique for reframing negative self-talk. When you say things like, oh, I am so dumb. I always mess up presentations. Or, I have the worst ideas. I am not creative at all. Negative self-talk is so ugly, isn't it? It often involves making all these bad comments about yourself, assuming the worst, or just a lot of self-doubt. When you catch yourself in these negative thought patterns, here's how the question can be applied. The what else could be true here might help you remember that the other presentations you've done, you've been complimented on several times. Or the fact that you're not creative, hmm. You start remembering all of the new ideas your company has put into action because they were your ideas. Asking yourself the question forces you to think about other times, and it usually brings a good reframe to those negative beliefs and promotes a more balanced and realistic way of thinking. Asking what else could be true. Yes, I know I said that a lot, so hopefully now you'll use it. But it really is a valuable and powerful tool. It helps you understand better. It will give you more empathy. And it will help you connect more authentically with the people you care about in your life. Give it a try and let me know how it goes. I think you'll be amazed at how beneficial it can be in your everyday life. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.